You're listening to the Art of Living Well podcast with Father Ian Van Heusen. Hi, Father Ian Van Heusen here. Uh, we're here with Rob Agnelli. So we're going to be talking about love. The the art. The what was it? What was the phrase again? The first part. It was ardent, ardent love, right? Ardent, ardent love charity. of the Blessed mm-hmm. Virgin Mary. So clearly, Rob, we've talked about this before. Clearly, this is like a Beatles song. All we need is love. Yeah, that's love. what I was thinking, clearly. clearly. Clearly, clearly, the Beatles got it right. I don't know why we couldn't figure it out up until the 1960s, but all we need is, is love, right? Yeah. Yeah, for me, it, I think, <laughs> Beatles aside, you know, because they're always right. Um, I, I, I think, again, like if you grab hold of the adjective, right? Yeah. Ardent love. Like, what does ardent love look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I'm thinking about in, um, in it's, I think it's in the Purgatorio, Dante's Purgatorio, where the slothful, mm-hmm. like they, they always have that Marian, I don't know if you've ever read the Purgatorio, but they always have these Marian images of ways that people are purified. So basically, you know, the, the, the message is be like Marian. Oh, really? You know, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So, so the Marian image on the, the, for the slothful is, um, you know, because they're slow, um, you know, to give love, right? That's what slow, oh. the vice of Sloth is always slowness to give love, right? And, That's and, interesting. Um, so what they all do is they run around on the terrazzo um, and they keep saying she went in haste, she went in haste, she went in haste. Because Mary, her ardent love, always made her do everything in haste. No hesitation. Ah. Right? And so th- that's a beautiful image of what charity looks like. Mm-hmm. Is it, it always has haste to it. There's no, there's no real deliberation. Mm-hmm. Right? She just goes and does what needs to be done. Yeah, because she loves, and she went in haste to visit yeah. her cousin yeah. Elizabeth. So the interesting thing is, is I connect that immediately with Saint John of the Cross. Um, if you delay in, if you delay in something, you cease to rush towards the all. To go from the all to all, you must deny yourself of all in all. Mm-hmm. And it's from the Ascent of Mount Carmel, and it gets at the same concept, right? The the continuous denial of self, which we talked about in a previous video, is for the sake of love, so that you move immediately towards what you are called to do, and you do not delay in what you're called to do. Um, but out of yeah. love, right? But so love, love is the motor that moves you, which yeah. is, the, you know, it's, it's not duty, it's not, yeah. it's love. Well, and technically, so technically we know love moves all of our activities. Yeah. The question is, what do we love, and what is our love being pulled towards? Right. So we, we, and this is where... Um, like I, I was getting on on Twitter. See, see how much of my life Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, uh, uh, Twitter's back. I won't have any yeah. Twitter stories for, uh, in a couple of years because I'm not on Twitter as much anymore. I, we're, we're on Twitter, but I, I don't. I, I Tim doesn't allow me. Unnamed next. social media app. Let's just call it from now on. We'll just call it unnamed <laughs> social, social media app. But it makes sense if you know it's Twitter because Facebook and the rest of them aren't as cantankerous as Twitter. But anyways, yeah. I digress. So, um, so this guy was saying um, your dog doesn't love you. It's like, and I had to explain to him, no, according to Aquinas, your dog does love you, but he doesn't love you with a human love, right. right? And so, and actually, according to Aquinas, the star's gravity, gravity itself is a kind of love. Um, and he wouldn't have understood the theory of gravity, but he saw the stars and the planets being moved by. Yeah, love literally makes the world go round, right? Exactly, right. exactly. But that's but, so but, important because it's the sacramental understanding of, of gravity, right? Yeah, Exactly. So these attractions between things is love. And that's what, so the question is, well, what is ardent love? What is the divine love that the Blessed Virgin Mary received from God and which we all receive as disciples is that we're drawn towards 
God. We're drawn towards the highest goods. And then we're drawn towards doing the good for our neighbor and, and, and even doing the good for our enemy, right? I think maybe that's a, being drawn towards doing the good. When you start to understand, being drawn towards doing the good. So the perfect, so like, so for, hypothetically, the Blessed Virgin Mary, like when Jesus was being crucified, she would have had negative emotions with the, the guards and with everybody who was mocking him. She wouldn't have like felt good about that. She wouldn't have felt warm fuzzies about that. But if they turned around and asked her for a drink of water, or if she saw them in a ditch the next day and they needed help, her passions are so perfectly ordered and her, her desiring of the good is so perfectly ordered that she would not haste in helping the people that just moments before had tortured her son. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and Which is hard to grasp for us, right? Uh, uh, totally. Because uh, like, we wouldn't do that. I the mean, idea I of her running to it, right? Like yeah. running to it. Um, that's, the, a, that's actually a good image to get at this sense of like, w- like the blessed Running Virgin. to the good. Yeah. And the Blessed Virgin Mary, take all the people that she just watched torture her son. Would she be able to forgive them, accept them, and do the good by them like that? Yeah. Well, because she was their mother, right? Like, yeah. And she, she embraced that immediately, right? Like our Lord gives her to all mankind. Yeah. And she embraces it immediately and runs to us. Yeah. Right? Um, I, I think I've shared this story with you before, but it, it kind of captured just how... Um, that idea of her running towards even us, right? Like she's, yeah. that's what she does. Like, like she goes towards her children too. I, um, I was in Mississippi 15 years ago after a, a hurricane and I was helping to clean up and my wife was pregnant at the time. And there was a, um, she called me on a Friday afternoon. I'm in the middle of Biloxi, Mississippi. There's a tiny little airport there. And she said, I, I'm bleeding. So she's 25 weeks pregnant and she's like, there's a lot of blood. And I was like, okay, I'm coming home, I'm coming home. Um, and so we're, I go back and I get my stuff and there's no way for me to get home. Like I'd have to drive 10 hours. And so I'm kind of panicking. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And so I just, I go into, there's a chapel there with the Blessed Sacrament. And I go in there and I start praying the rosary. And I make the sign of the cross and the whole room lights up. And, and I feel this, for, this thing behind me, this light pushing me towards the, towards the tabernacle. And I hear audibly, they're under my protection. That's and awesome. so I went from panic to just crying with relief. Yeah. And so I finished the rosary in Thanksgiving instead of, um, yeah. you know, in panic. And the minute that I make the sign of the cross at the end, my phone rings. It's my wife. And she says, everything's okay. They have no idea where the blood was coming from, but it stopped. That's and awesome. so that, that immediate, like I go to her and she runs to me immediately. That's awesome. Right? That's, a, that's a great it's story. Just a, a beautiful way of, of capturing like how she does that, how she yeah. like, and, and not every time, like, Obviously. Is she, are you going to have experiences like that, that she knew what I needed, but she does it anyway. Like I, there's a thousand other times in my life she has run to me immediately and I didn't have that experience, but I knew it. I knew. And, yeah. and, and so that, that how much, how much she, her love for Jesus causes her to run to his brothers and sisters, right? That's a great, that's an awesome image. Yeah. And then my thought is, is the times that I've delayed in something like, I, so oh, I, I do that all the time. Oh yeah. I do so it all I'll the give time. you an example of my own delay. To, to, uh, one time I was in a, a summer assignment with Father Mears. I was in Rocky Mount and uh, it was my first year in seminary. And I'd, that, that summer I'd missed the whole World Cup for the first time in my life. 
Didn't get wa watch the World Cup at all. Father Mir is a little bit of madman in this sense. He works a little too much, but um, we we're constantly just moving from thing to thing. He mm -hmm. kept me busy all the time. And it was Sunday, and I was all set to watch uh, the, the the finals of the World Cup. It'd be the first game from the whole World Cup that I'd watch. Somebody comes up to me after mass, and they say. They called me father, I think, or they might just call me Ian, but th normally they call Simonian's father because we're dressed yeah, in cassock. Exactly. I mean, I was dressed in a cassock because I was with him for the summer. And she said, uh, my family member is dying. Can you and Father Mears come? And I, I was talking with Father Mears, and it was like, come by at the time when the game was going. And Father Mears was like, oh, yeah, we'll go. I was like, well, Father Mears, I mean... I'm not a priest. Like, I don't have to go. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I'm, I'm putting Rob in that situation. Do I really need to be there? <laughs> so, I know, exactly. So, I was like, I, I really, like, I don't have to go. I can, like, watch the game. And he, his face was, like, kind of falling, like, oh, I can't believe you're saying that. <laughs> and I walked away, and I thought about it for a few minutes. I was like, oh, I got to I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because, I mean, yeah. Now I've, I've trained myself, but what I do is I train myself now. If, if there's something I really want to do, like for me, that's not sacramental or whatever, I, in my mind, I think to myself, somebody's going to like interrupt this, like just to prepare mentally so that, you know, because it happens so often. You're like, oh, this is so great. I'm going to have like the whole afternoon to myself. I'm going to have a whole free day. Yeah. And then, you know, um, you. Uh, or even just the way we deal with interruptions. Yeah. Right. Like, um, I think you actually taught me this. Uh, I remember I called you at one time and you answered the phone immediately. And I was like, wow, like you were sitting on it. You're like, no, no, I, I always answer the phone. Like, I don't want people to think I'm, I'm too important or whatever. And it was like a dagger. I was like, oh, because I sometimes <laughs> do that. Right. Um, and, and I realized like, uh, you know, when someone calls, right, mm. a lot of times I'll go, eh, I don't really need to talk to them right now. And so I have to like force myself now, like, okay, this is the present moment. Like God is putting this person in. So it's a simple thing, right? A simple right. thing. Just answer my phone. I'm really not that busy. Yeah. Um, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be as big as like going to accompany someone dying, right? And, and I found that actually the people are calling for something really, really important to them. Just I didn't think it was so important for me to answer, right? Yeah. Unless it's me, because I'm not always talking about like important things, <laughs> as Tim knows. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just... but. Um, yeah, no, that's a great point. And that's like the part of perfect love. Well, not to say in every circumstance, all situations, but that willingness, because in a certain sense that the, the hesitation or the, the interruption is somebody else imposing their need upon you. Yeah, and the need against what I would rather be doing. And that to me, that's, uh, you know, that's where I need to grow. Like I need to be more attentive to the fact that my agenda, like, is it doesn't take precedence over and you, you learn this as a parent right like the best moments i've ever had as a parent are exactly when i've been interrupted yeah. you know and and even in life like most of the times when i'm interrupted beautiful things end up happening yeah that you know and i've probably done it a hundred times where i've missed yeah you know, you know? I'm, I'm finally understanding i was not expecting this conversation that line from saint john of the cross you know when you delay in something you cease to rush towards the all yeah to go from all to all, you must deny yourself of all yeah. in all. And those little interruptions. Because one of the, the, the one things, and I got to get better about this, and is so, like with my family, when I go home to Fayetteville, it's now becoming, like it's not a bad thing, but if my, if my family wants a priest to do something that's important, 
they they save it until like I'm visiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and you just want to go there and be, be just, you know, just Ian hanging out, right? Like, you but, don't want to be Father Ian. But I thought about that is, you know, I, I, I thought about once because I was preaching on the bus. I was actually th- that morning, th- I was going home to visit my family and I was joking around about how my mom always gives me works to do. And I was talking about the Blessed Virgin Mary and how, like, the, you know, the Lord would never deny, like, that's the wedding at Cana, <laughs> yeah. right? This idea, the Blessed Virgin Mary gives him a job. He's like, I really don't feel like working right now. I mean, yeah. of course... It's different. Yeah, you're joking too. I'm joking a little bit. But but the idea is is that the Blessed Virgin Mary, in a certain sense, I don't don't know if we'd say interrupted. Let's flesh out the language a little bit. Like, of course, Jesus has perfect knowledge. Father has perfect knowledge. They knew for all eternity that that would happen. But in his human nature, it was kind of like his plan or his what he had him not not what he had in mind but what he was going to do was interrupt and well, change he, course because he's trying to reveal he he defers to her yeah like a good son he defers to his mother right like yeah and i don't know you have to flesh it out any differently than that just to say a good son which jesus was the perfect son defers to his mother now you're making right? me feel guilty <laughs> no it's <laughs> hello like you know yeah i don't defer i'm a to son my, too i don't yeah. defer to my mother well to be fair I would defer more to my mom perfectly if she was more like the bus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is also, your mom going to watch this? I hope not. <laughs> uh, mom, you're great, just you're not Mary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, son, you're great, but you're not Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, too funny. But yeah, but that's the, the idea of, see, that, that I've never thought of it, the interruption and went re- re- with haste. To, to St. Elizabeth. And that's something to think about. What had Mary had planned before that, that she completely changed direction? And it's like instantaneously, because it's made haste, yeah. instantaneously decided. It happens to her like a lot, right? Like Joseph gets up in the middle of the night and says, let's go, go in Egypt. And she gets up and goes in haste, right? Like it's just, that's, that's, that's her way of responding, right? And then, no questions, though. I got some wait new ones for my marriage prep now, because I, I have a meditate on some of these passages for marriage prep and the, the make haste thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, and I, I always liked as a husband to think about where uh, St. Paul says, strive to outdo one another in charity. Yeah. And for me, like the competitive nature of Rob says, oh, that's actually, that's actually really helpful. So I'm going to actually do it faster than she can do it. Yeah. Right. Like I'm going to get up and get that before she can do but it. But that's fun though. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, that's a good, healthy competition, right? That's fascinating. Um, yeah, that's interesting. You know, until I start knocking her over, or, you know, yeah, exactly. lowering her shoulder or something. <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to end our, our discussion. I was actually surprised. I wasn't sure where we were going to go with this yeah. one. This is a lot of fun. Uh, I learned something new. So, yeah, so you were watching us talk about the ardent love of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Thanks, Rob. Mm-hmm.